so this is Eliona Yomi and welcome to my podcast channel yeah it's been almost almost two months I think the last time I had the podcast conversation I think I would like to say the last time the first time because the last time was actually my first time and uh, that was in February yeah so forgive me if I've forgotten the way I started the first one and this is a new vibe and everything so so yeah hopefully it's it's one that I would get very comfortable with and uh, yeah okay so um, if you're listening to this that means that you definitely found my podcast channel worth checking out and thank you for the support it means a whole lot to me and i'm sure there are some of my friends that are here checking this out and it still means the whole word to me that you're literally taking out your time to do this stuff okay so i don't know why people feel that they have to talk on podcast (laughs) but i guess that we all need an outlet to be able to express ourselves especially especially when it comes to certain topics yeah i think maybe i'm probably better at speaking to myself and the quietness of my room than probably doing it in front of people so maybe this is my turn maybe this is not okay so um i read a book recently yeah i had a plan to read a certain number of books and that plan has fallen to shit because in the month of March, I probably just read one book and I didn't complete it. So I've been reading I've been reading this particular book by John Grisham called Street Lawyer for like a month. It's not because I didn't like the book or I don't know whether it's just my schedule that makes it so difficult for me to consistent so even if I'm reading something right now so work could just pop up and then all of a sudden that I have to leave it and maybe I should find like a way to um, I don't know read at a stretch or be consistent at dedicating certain hours of the day to us reading like maybe this time I'll find a way around it definitely and if you have tips for me as regards that I'm willing to listen to that so back to the book I read John Grisham Street Lawyer I've always been a fan of John Grisham right from when I was very young I used to steal my cousin's book and read and uh, I, I really do hope they are not listening to this thing because they're old people they're 30 plus so I don't know if to call them old but I hope they're not listening to this so I would steal their novels when they come back from the university and I would go hide and meet them and return back so I probably got spotted at a very early age age 8, age 9, age 10 I was very curious and um, I think I'm more relaxed now so back to the book again wow <laughs> I can see why it takes so long for my podcast to uh, why it takes me so much time to finish a podcast but you get it just so basically I think the book I read is a book worth talking about yeah 
because in the space of that time, you know, I've read like three, four other books, and I'm not talking about them. So I'm talking about this one. So I think the book is worth talking about. So John Grisham, Street Lawyer. It's a simple book, and I think I've read this book before, but I decided to read it again because it's been a long time. But this time, I don't know whether because I'm more open or susceptible to certain things that are happening around my environment, certain things where um, they came at me. I think that's the best way I can put it right now. They came at me. You know, so I'm reading a novel because it's a fiction work and it's as if someone is hitting me with jabs like I would not say this is your typical maybe book that would make you cry like um, Fortin Our Stars but this book almost did and I'll tell you why so it's a very simple story analogy the analogy is there was a lawyer a rich lawyer I was working at the law firm and he was going about his work the way any lawyer would go about their work and he had very amazing ambition for himself he wanted to be the best he wanted to make partner a couple of years and one day he showed up at work I think I'll make a good I think I would make a good storyteller because I'm really getting the, the vibe from this <laughs> Alright, so he showed up at work and right beside him in the elevator, he had um, he had someone with him. He had never seen this person before and this person dressed in an unusual way. The person was a black man. And this person, let's say, you know, followed him up, you know, and he didn't suspect this person. Cut a long story short, this person came up and I think wanted to um, blow up the entire office had explosives rigged all over his body and it was kind of like a moment of um, illumination for him because during that one hour session where he held him and a couple of other staffs hostage um, he spoke to them about the fact that they don't give to the homeless, you know, and they don't give alms. And he asked about, like, okay, how much do you earn? And, um, and okay, how much do you give to the poor yearly, you know? So he asked a lot of questions. So I think it was an enlightening piece of conversation he had with them, even though he had them at gunpoint. So obviously, <laughs> it will be enlightening at that point, you know. But it really struck this young man. And though the police caught the other guy, and I think they shot him and he died or something. But this guy actually had that moment of illumination and he wanted to do social work, social charity work. And yeah, so he went against the big corporations, blah, 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 and stuff like that. So there were certain key points that I drew from that story. That I would just want to talk about and the first is career I because the young man in this particular scenario sorry I've forgotten his name so let's say his name is Bran stick with Bran so Bran in this scenario he had 
his career going on for him he had this amazing aspirations he wanted to um, achieve but after the moment of enlightenment the question was is it worth it is it all worth it you know because I start asking myself that same question and sorry this is not a podcast that would tell you what to do and how to get better doing stuff this is just me rambling about and being in my moment in my thoughts and in my feelings so if that's what you came for I'm sorry <laughs> so but it's a question that I think I've asked myself and I think almost every person listening to this you've asked yourself life hustle is it all worth it waking up every day trying to struggle trying to do the best you can I don't know if I'm saying this maybe because I've not achieved the right amount of success that I would like to because that is quantifiable and relative but I think somewhere even people like Dangote or Zuckerberg they ask themselves questions like is it all worth it you know everything is it all worth it i feel somehow we can point to oh okay this these are the the things you've been able to do these are the impacts you've been able to make that's if you're making impact in the first place or these are the milestones i can see that i've achieved you know but the question is is it all worth it well i think looking back at this particular talking point when i wrote it down and a few weeks after leading up to now I think I would want to consider the contrarian op- op- opinion and the contrarian perspective, which is: Would life be? Would life have meaning if we didn't have these milestones? If we didn't have these career objectives to look forward to? You know. So, for every career person out there, putting in the work. I don't know the right words to say really because at this point of my life too i'm still asking those questions so i'm not gonna tell you that oh it's worth it keep putting in the effort and everything i'm still asking myself those questions but i think it's easier to ask yourself those questions while you're still putting in the effort so yeah while i'm seeking the answers i'll keep i'll keep putting in the effort till i, I get probably good conviction that's not worth it but for now think it's worth it to a certain extent maybe maybe not i don't know but that's a question for you to answer um answering my questions myself and i think these are all relative yeah another thing i would like to talk about or that has been bothering me since i read that book is our orientation towards poor people you know because the book talked about how rich people or certain people that are comfortable you know like we've become so used towards the fact that oh we can afford to um feed ourselves that's if if you can even afford the three square meals and everything because in nigeria here that's um it's amazing if you can do that you know considering the statistics out there but the real poor people that don't have where to sleep with they don't have where to um, stay they don't have food to eat what's our orientation towards them do we feel that they deserve it 
and are we intentional about helping them do we feel that oh it's their fault that they are poor because sometimes it's so easy to get into that space i mean we can all do the whole moral thing but it's it's so easy to get into that space whereby we feel that okay that guy that doesn't have money or that's asking you for money it's because he made wrong decisions so he deserves it so is that the right perspective i'm just literally asking questions here i'm I'm not some buddha guy that would tell you that this is the right perspective it's just question do you feel that they deserve it and are we more intentional about helping them I mean like you do we get intentional about other people aside ourselves yeah it's so easy to get so caught up with our life our career our objectives but the real question is what do we think about people that don't have the means to cater for themselves are we intentional about helping them intentional if you be like okay and in a certain month this is what you want to do for them it's just be your own quarter your own little quarter if you're doing that already i mean like that's fantastic but for someone like me that's probably not been very intentional about that more recently maybe in the past i think it's a wake-up call for me so yeah the guy i talked about brand the key character in this particular book think he had a relationship he got married but he was very busy and the wife was very busy so this is the story behind it so he got very very busy at work and the wife was always not seeing him at home so the wife i think in in, um, trying to i don't know revenge or anything she went to med school she went to med school she graduated and then she got very busy so they got very like they, they, it was like this competition thing whereby the first person to leave the house and the last person to come back home so like they were competing with each other like who's more busy who's bringing the box in and stuff like that and they didn't have time for themselves and they slowly drifted you know apart from each other and it just gave me this kind of light bulb moment you know i think it's something that i've been ruminating for a while but it's just something that i that really came into focus when i read the book which is i don't think cheating is the worst thing to happen in a relationship i think there's something more colder more 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 vicious if i have to use an aggressive word than cheating and it's when you love someone and you cannot recognize them again you guys have slowly drifted away from each other that it's like you're two strangers it's like going from zero to hundred and hundred back to zero i think that's painfully excruciating and i'm saying this because i've probably been in such scenarios before and the worst part of it is that you're married so you have to go through the motions every day looking at this person and you're wondering what the hell am i doing here you know so it's it's crazy it's crazy it's really 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 crazy so i mean I, i'm not a relationship expert like i said this is not an expert 
voice note or expert podcast. I'm not telling you what to do, but it's just me thinking out loud that is. So, I don't know because I don't have solutions to these things. I literally am scared of getting into certain relationships because I'm like, okay, if I like this person so much, eventually I probably would drift out or I don't know. I don't know if I'm too scared to... Or maybe because I've tried I've tried in the past and it didn't work and I loved this person or that person. The person loved me and then eventually it didn't work out and then we drifted. So I don't want to go through the motions again, you know? <sighs> but if I'm to add an aspire to perspire thing here, I'll probably just say go through the motions. <laughs> Allow yourself to be loved, you know, instead of a nice motivational quote. But yeah, so I think it's very important that if you have a relationship where you both communicate, whereby you both love each other, I think it's something you should cherish. And if you're starting a relationship with any person, I think cultivating cultivating communication channels, cultivating vibes and energy is something that both parties should be committed to yeah okay so um um yeah i think the last thing i would talk about is is a predominant theme of the story uh, because as you know john grisham is a writer but he's also a lawyer so most of his novels are law related you get so the theme of this novel was literally um uh, like a lego suit like a battle uh, between our guy Brian and some big shorts. So basically, Brian was representing um, some homeless people that um, died because they had no place to stay. And the place where they were staying, I think they got chased out of that place and everything. So uh, that's a whole beautiful plot. You should check the book out, Street Lawyer by John Christian. Yeah. And um, I have a I have a book up I recently just launched. It's called Summy Five Books. You can check it on Play Store. S U M I F F Y. So we have beautiful books there, and uh, we're working on getting more books there. So you can read novels there. You can read nonfiction there. Too. Sorry, I just had to do a little advert because the bills has the bills has to be paid. Yeah. Back to my story. Okay. So. Um. I've, I've read through the book and, and like I said certain things that I would just read for fun they attacked me they came out to me in full force and one of it is the fact that I started asking myself okay homeless people homeless people homeless people where do the homeless stay in Nigeria yeah yeah um, I think two years ago I wanted to organize a literary conference and the team of that conference was supposed to be stories about homeless people i think we need to encourage us encourage us writing about homeless people to give it a voice um and it's a very 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 interesting statistic like if you go to any nigerian bookshop right now it's i bet you that you're likely not going to see a book about homeless people written by a nigerian yeah I'm not talking about orphans, I'm talking about homeless people, people that 
don't have where to stay you know so but that's a different story entirely it's not a different story it's connected but you get the point but the real question is where do the homeless people stay in nigeria i know it's a contradicting statement that is having homeless quote-unquote and then stay quote-unquote because obviously if they're homeless they don't have where they stay but i mean like where do they sleep because i don't want to believe that in america a civilized environment um a western environment that has everything going on for them they have problems with the homeless you know if they have problems with the homeless i I don't want to think that nigeria doesn't have yeah so the real question is where do the homeless people stay in nigeria where do they stay in ibadan i stay in ibadan you know where do people that can't afford a roof over their head stay as simple as the statement is it's actually very profound where do they stay like i'm really interested i want to know where do they stay and i'm worried about it do we have provisions for them do we care about them because there's so many things that get us distracted in this country politics religion and so many other funny things that happen on social media but questions like this or policies that could literally help the um that could literally help the average nigerian or or i don't know if i should call you the word average but to help that nigerian that is struggling that doesn't have where to stay that he can't afford his next rent he has to leave where he's staying you know where does he stay yeah so where does he stay you know and i think these questions are questions that needs to be asked because right now i'm baffled where do they stay how do they feed people that don't have food to eat where how like is there a system in place like what what is being done towards uh towards helping these people i'm bothered and i'm worried at the same time you know I know that sometimes people think that okay, certain other people they sleep under the bridges, they sleep in uncompleted buildings, you know. But is that supposed to be right? Is our society supposed to let it slide? Are we supposed to just go about our lives and ignore the fact that there are people that don't have roofs over their head? Like right now, I have a bed to sleep, I have a roof, I pay my rent, but I'm not comfortable knowing that there are people that actually don't have a place to stay or a roof over their head or have meals to eat and stuff like that so i think it's something that should be looked at and this is me putting out a call i'm 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 someone that likes to do things with people i'm a team player to a certain extent so if you would like to pick this up or you'd like us to work on this you can send me a dm you can send me voice message you can you can send me a message on instagram at eliona yomi e-l-i-o-e-n-e-i-y-o-m-i i really want us to pick this up i really want us to pick this up so yeah and um i think while thinking about this i i got an idea that i don't know if it could be implemented 
basically i think there are restaurants or hotels that have remnants that is the food that they can't finish that they or they have um, produce or um, raw materials like vegetables milk i don't know whatever they have that that can stay to the next day if we can literally come up with a transportation system that could get these things from these people there to a shelter here in, a, in, in, in wherever we want to base it you know so we just come up with a system that gets this produce leftover produce from these organizations and then we get volunteers to cook volunteers to serve and just so the people can have where to sleep and what to eat I don't think this sounds like a utopian system i think this is something that needs to be done because it looks like the way i'm saying it sounds so touched so it, i don't i don't think i'm saying it in such a way that the problem really looks like it's a problem but i think it's a problem that we don't really have the systems in place like i'm not even aware of any government um i'm not aware of any government model or strategy in place to actually help the homeless people or people that can't afford basic amenities like food and a place to rest their head and i think it's also contributing to some of um, the things we see in the society like um insecurity and child abuse and stuff like that but that's a topic for another day so yeah if you've stayed this far i really really <laughs> appreciate you i guess this is my customer service line well yeah i know that sometimes we may not necessarily have an outline of what to say and what not to say but i think topics like this or conversations like this are very important and it's sad that it had to be a book i read that had to point me towards that direction it's not that sad but yeah and now i guess my podcast is also pointing you to this direction so um i think these are things we need to talk about these are things we need to shed more light on and yeah so thank you for staying on and um, i would love to hear your thoughts because this is supposed to be a conversation this is literally me gaslighting you into turning these things i've talked about into a conversation career is it worth it relationships how do we meander around stale relationships and then the homeless where are the homeless yeah i think that's a very important question i'm gonna stop here because it's looking like i'm a terrible person for going this long um if there are more things i need to say i'll probably just put them in a blog post to send oh or my medium yeah so thank you for staying this this far and see you another time hopefully i won't take two months to ghost you (laughs) take care